Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist and I'd like to welcome you to this special five-part podcast series on the future of financial compliance. This podcast series is sponsored by Verant. Verant is a provider of reactive, active, and proactive compliance solutions in the financial services industries for the new regulatory environment. Over this five-part podcast series, I'll be visiting with Phil Fry, the Vice President of Go-To-Market at Verant. As Verit is changing the future of financial compliance by challenging the accepted wisdom through capture, control, sustainability, and oversight. This process is useful to think through a wide range of compliance issues for any compliance field, anti-corruption compliance, trade compliance, AML compliance, or any other topic of compliance. Today in part two, we discuss the topic of capture. I know you will enjoy it. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back again with Phil Fry, the Vice President of Financial Compliance and Code of Meeting Strategy at Verant. We are in uh, episode two of our five-part exploration of the Verant solution, and today we're going to take up capture. So, Phil, first of all, uh, welcome back. Thanks very much, Tom. It's uh, good to be back and uh, looking forward to, to this podcast. So could you tell me why interaction or interaction capture is so important and how it's affected by the latest communication technologies? Sure. So so really the, the current breed of regulations governing the financial services and trading are fundamentally so much more comprehensive and stringent than their predecessors. In their drive to control how businesses and individuals behave, they typically require that extremely detailed information is captured and stored about every transaction. In in fact, in the case of MIFID II, it is necessary to capture data about interactions that were intended to lead to a transaction, even if the final transaction did not take place. Now, what these regulations have done is catch up with the plethora of communications channels now available to the bankers, traders, and customers when they communicate with one another. So it's not just calls to landlines, but also mobile to mobile and voice and video conversations using apps like Skype and Cisco. It's no longer just paper letters and forms or emails, but also the data shared using collaboration tools that allow desktop and file share integrated with the voice and video. So, you know, key solutions such as Microsoft Teams and Skype for Business and Cisco UC, obviously known as Unified Communications or UC tools, offer all these modes within a single integrated environment, which offers customers and bankers alike a lot of convenience and options for how they communicate and collaborate with one another. These tools also, of course, work on the mobile devices, giving the option for a single interaction to range across multiple modes, voice, video and text, for instance, whether the parties are in the office or on the move. And now, because current regulations frequently demand that all relevant electronic communications are captured and stored, financial institutions must equip themselves to capture interactions across all of these communications modes, or else face the possibility that they may be in breach of applicable regulations. Either that, or they're going to have to avoid using the UC tools and restrict themselves to using only those communications channels that their legacy infrastructure can handle. Phil, uh, I often say the three most important things in compliance are document, document, document. It seems to me that you guys at Verant have taken this a step further. So I wanted to ask, is it possible to capture all of these channels or document, document, document 
in a compliant way. <laughs> Absolutely, Tom. Um, you know, although things move on regularly with new capabilities and channels becoming available, so both compliance officers and their suppliers, they, they need to be agile to keep pace. And so do we. So suppliers of, of trading, recording and compliance systems have woken up to the potential for their compliance service customers to modernize operations by exploiting these newer technologies. And we are all beginning to build additional interaction capabilities into our solutions. And Forint is leading the way. Now, not many such solutions are currently available or ca are capable of capturing and all of the modes of communications offered by Teams and Skype, etc. but some are, and, and Verint definitely lead the way here. And these are opening up new and effective ways for financial institutions to pursue and transact their business. Phil, in your last or our last podcast, we referred to proactive compliance. How does that term and concept come into play now? Well, Tom, um, a potential issue affecting the use of unified communications tools, uh, apart from the ability to capture the interactions, is the increased potential for interactions to fall outside established compliant guidelines because they have included communication or sharing of information that should remain confidential or because compulsory disclaimers or policy disclosures have not been communicated, or even because the parties involved should not be talking to another, you know, conflicts of interest or insider trading, for instance. So proactive compliance features addresses these weaknesses and make it possible to utilize UC tools and avoid these pitfalls. The latest version of Verint's financial compliance solution, uh, aside from capturing all those additional UC communication modes previously mentioned, also allow compliance officers to configure communication policies that the system will enforce within the UC environment. Disclaimers and disclosure notices can be automatically force-fed into instant messenger conversations to ensure that the compliance policy is adhered to. IM conversations can also be monitored for certain data that they should not be shared and that the other party and automatically redact it from the conversation, thus proactively preventing a non-compliance from occurring. And it can prevent some interactions from taking place at all. Identifying that, for instance, a trader should not be in the conversation with the firm's M&A researcher and stopping them connecting a call or IM session. Now, these additional capabilities can make a huge difference on how effective and useful IT, I, uh, sorry, UC tools can be in financial services organizations because they help to prevent the expect, expanded communications mode resulting in a similarly expanded compliance workload and greater compliance risk. Well, it seems that exploiting these capabilities can help compliance teams transform their operations but there surely will be other tools and systems in play that need to remain a part of an integrated compliance landscape. How can this be achieved? Uh, you're right, of course. Look, any business that is implementing new tools will face a period of overlap with the legacy systems they're replacing. And none of these capabilities will exist in isolation from the mission critical systems that support other facets of the organization. No one supplier, in-house or commercial, will be able to provide every part of the equation. So processes and data will need to be able to flow seamlessly to ensure that all parts of the operation are working with the latest information in a timely fashion. The only 
practical, strategic and economic way of doing this, I firmly believe, is to embrace this diversity and adopt an open approach to data exchange and process flows. And we're going to talk more about this in a later podcast. If there are any uh, variety of systems in play for the compliance function, this will presumably affect the ability to gather business intelligence in a meaningful way. Is is, is that uh, what I'm hearing from you? Uh, look, yeah, absolutely. As you uh, stated, look, effective oversight is critical to compliance officers. Having a clear view of where problems are occurring and being able to adequately investigate, address and resolve them. A comprehensive interaction capture solution, such as I've described earlier, will yield lots of data about day-to-day activity and operations, patterns and trends that can help prevent and fix compliance issues, as well as inform investigations. But as we've just discussed, it does not exist in isolation. So, Phil, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode, too, but I've been visiting with Phil Fry, the Vice President of Financial Compliance, GoToMeeting Strategy at Verant, and tomorrow, I hope you will join us as we take up the issue of control. Phil, I look forward to continuing the conversation. Thanks, Tom. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this part two of our special five-part podcast series on the future of financial compliance sponsored by Verant. You can check out more of the Verant website, www.verant.com. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow where we take a deep dive into processes and techniques to keep operations compliant. This special five-part podcast series has been a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank you.